Have you ever gone on a trip? You had the desire, made all the necessary plans, and set off and landed, but what about the in-between? What takes place while you're in the waiting? Chapter number two, why not you? So let me just say this right off the bat. Again, this isn't one of those like, make you feel good points, like a little book, and then that they're just empty words at the end of the day. I really do pray that this isn't one of those things just to bump up your confidence or just be a little flame that flickers out so quickly when it comes to your confidence, but I pray that it would stir your faith more than anything. You know, personally, I thought sometimes, or I think sometimes, that I could have such faith for others, or even sometimes areas of my own life. Like, you needed to get accepted into a program, like, I'm just, I don't know why, but I'll have this faith, and I'm like, God's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. I just, don't ask me why, I don't know, but he's gonna do it. And then there's sometimes in my life where I'm like, I hope he does. I think he does. I don't know. I think I messed up too many times again. And I don't know if he'll do it. Financial problems sometimes I'm like, don't even stress. Like, God's got it. Like, he's the God of resources, the God of the impossible. Luke 137, for nothing is impossible for God. Health problems even. I'm like, God, you can do it. If it is your will on this side of eternity to heal, you're going to do it. Like, no doubt about it. God always heals, whether it's here on earth or in eternity. So I'm like, period, whatever it is, sometimes I'm like, he'll do it. But sometimes for me, like I kind of shared just a minute ago, I go back and forth sometimes. There's faith and then it's like, I don't know. I really, really, really hope so. And then I doubt. And unfortunately, even at times, there's been bitterness in my heart towards it. I'm like, it can't be for me. Maybe it's just for other people. Like, I'm I'm sitting on a rock and everyone's just floating downstream and I'm just stuck. That's how I felt at times. Um, this is going to sound like a really, really weird example, but hear me out on it. Because I've shared it with other friends and I felt like I needed to share it on here. But there is, um, <laughs> there is this like trench coat, like an a beige trench coat that I have wanted. And for my body type, I'm like, it has to be a certain way just so it doesn't look a bag of potatoes on me. And I want it to be a certain length and a certain fit. And I just, I, I really liked it. So I was really wanting it. And I honestly found one at a certain store, but it was a size or two too big. And I was like, well, it's not going to work. So I just can't get it. And so ever since I've like, every so often I like look and, you know, try to wait to find one. And then I'm not, I can't say I'm picky necessarily, but like I wanted a pair of new tennis shoes and I went to the store with my sister like a month or two ago, maybe even three months ago. And I found a pair and honestly it was kind of expensive and it's not a pair of shoes that I wear, like a type that I wear all that often. So I was like, well, I could get them, but they're just more expensive than I normally would want to pay. And does it even merit getting it because of how often I would even wear it? Like what I get my money's worth, quote unquote, right? And so I didn't end up getting them. And then I know it's like sweater weather right now. And Uggs, like the Taz platform mustard seed Uggs are like sold out everywhere. But I've been wanting like those like short little Uggs. And um, 
you know, every so often I like would go to the store with my sister. I'm like, do they have it? And I'm like, no, they don't. They don't have it, which is fine. So, but I was like torn between two colors. And again, this is like the most girly, not the most girly thing, but some of you guys are listening. You're like, so fishing in boats, huh? Or golf. <laughs> uh, I had gone to Arizona with um, my family. And some of you guys know this. Arizona has last chance. Well, tell me why we went there. And I end up finding a brand new with tags trench coat, like cheap. Okay. Um, the fit is great. The size is amazing. Like the color. Oh, I tried it on and I was like, God, you just know, like, oh, I'm so thankful. My friend found a pair of tennis shoes, new balance ones. They were like nudish ones. And I was like, oh. They like, I saw them and she was like showing me like a couple of shoes that she found and she was going to try them on. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, those are so cute. And I remember I was like, I told her, I was like, Diana, those shoes are so cute. And she's like, well, I don't know if they'll fit. And I'm like, girl, like those are cute. And she's like, well, you know, again, she's like, I'm going to try them on. They didn't fit her. And she's like, well, you can, you could try them on and you can get them if you don't want them. Cause I, they don't fit me, you know, try them on. They fit. <sighs> Oh my gosh. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it's not too chunky. It's not too, um, like narrow or whatever. Price point is like, at this point, if you don't get them, it's like ridiculous, you know? Cause again, they're just more inexpensive. And I was like, sold. We're at the checkout area waiting for like the rest of those that we're with just, and there's a couple of us to go pay. And this thought came of go in the back and just like, look one more time at the shoes. Some of you guys might be knowing where I'm going with this. And I was like, okay. Because my friend who lives there was like, you know, sometimes people grab stuff, grab stuff initially and then they put it back. Well, I go to um, look back and, you know, I had looked at my size. Well, I ended up looking like at a size or two too big. And for some reason I ended up going there and that's just where I felt to look. So I was like looking around and then I was like, oh, there's nothing. So I went to go head back and I happened to look up. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And I grabbed the shoes at the top of the rack, flipped them over. And I was like, okay, the size is not there. So I flipped inside to look at the label and it was my size. I was like, no way. You've got to be kidding me. I get to the front and I showed my sisters um, and my friend Diana and um, they were my size. And I was like, you guys, you're not going to believe what I just found. And I was like, close your eyes. I was like, they're not for you, but I just want to show you. And I like held them out and they looked like, oh, they were Uggs. I, um, honestly, some of you guys might be like, it's just a jacket. It's just a pair of tennis shoes. It's just Uggs. Um, mind you, great price point again. Some of you guys might be like, I, I just, I don't get it. It was highlighted to me because sometimes I'm like, God, do you really know what's best for me? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, what's the point of lying? It's like, God, I know you have a track record and I know historically you've always done good. But there's certain areas in my life that I just want to hold tight and try to take control because I'm like, what if I'll be disappointed? What if I let my heart open up to hope again? For it only to be dashed because I thought there was a potential and it didn't happen. So I'm going to be gutted and disappointed again. This um, shopping trip, <laughs> it just 
reminded me that God knows the intimate details and desires of my heart. You let verse delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. That doesn't mean you're just going to get whatever you want because when you delight yourself in the Lord, it'll inherently be the desires of God. But this trip reminded me that God knows every detail. He's not that fearless leader that just knows the surface things. And then when it comes down to the details, they're just completely lost of like, hey, can you fill me in one more time? Because I know you talked about this like five times in different meetings, but I just don't remember. He cares. And it honestly reminded me that A, God provides at the perfect time. B, God knows. And when he blesses, it's like great. Like that jacket, I it's not like, oh, the fit was... I wish it was a little bit longer or I wish it was a little bit shorter. The color just wasn't off, but like everything else works. Like I found even a pair of different shoes. It was a size too small. And I was like, man, these are like uncomfortable. Like it's cute kind of. But in short, I just realized like God knows. And because he knows, I can ask. And if it's his will, he'll do it. And for the God of the impossible and has countless resources and just all of it, like, why not you? So I don't want this to be again another pep talk, but I just want to encourage you to don't settle for less than God's best. And do you ask? Do you pray? Do you ask him? You can have frustrations and you can have things that you're like, I hope it happens, but do you ask God? You know, sometimes I'd get frustrated about a situation and then honestly, like it would, it would get resolved. And then I realized after it caught my attention because it was like, Adi, why didn't you talk about God? Or why didn't you talk about this to God? And then I've been learning, like, tell God your problems. Tell him your needs. Another thing that, um, why not you? Um, it might seem unrelated, but I just wanted to touch on it. Do you believe God at his word? Honestly, like that thing where I was like, well, I know God is faithful. I know God is true, but is it, is, am I going to get shorthanded here? And maybe if I let go of control and the reins, it'll, it'll happen or it won't happen. And then I'll get disappointed. So the longer I hold on to it, the more I know at least something's happening, even if nothing is happening. (laughs) But do you really believe what he says? If God spoke creation into existence one by one and as the Bible says, it happened. Do you believe him at his word? That scripture that I was mentioning earlier in Numbers, Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he would lie or a son of man that he would change his mind. Does he speak and not act or promise and not fulfill? So scripture is his word and it's as he says it. So we can trust him at his word. Um, one thing that I just wanted to say is I uh, met a friend of mine, a gal, um, who lives just a neighboring kind of state. And I remember I was talking with her and I remember telling her, like, you, like, you have such confidence in God. And she's like, well, if he said it, he's going to do it because it's his word, not mine. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. It really encouraged me and stirred me to take, try to take God at his word. And it's a process. But 
It's important to not compare God with people. Remember that association I was just touching on earlier? Um, as Christians, maybe somebody hurt you or you have a spouse that disappointed you or did something and maybe you were let down by someone else. But I just have to tell you, the Bible says God is not a man that he would lie or change his mind, period. I'm not even going to expound upon that because God's word is God's word. It's like, yes and amen. Ephesians 14 says, For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all we could ask or think according to the power that works in, in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. A few things here. May he grant your grandparents, your friend, etc. It says, may he grant you. And another thing that stuck out, stuck out was exceedingly abundantly more. You know, I went to prayer retreat earlier this year and this Bible verse had come up and it was one that the Lord encouraged me in and I just realized, do I expect, like the barrel has been empty, there's not much left in it. So God has to get the scraper out and a leftover plate or maybe one that was used and returned. And then he's going to scrape whatever's left in the barrel and hand it to me. Is that what I expect from God? Who is good? Who has plans for my life? Or do I expect God's going to open that fresh barrel and pour out? The Bible says, again, this isn't like a prosperity thing. Not that. But it says to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly more. Matthew 6, 33 to 34 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Tell God what you need. But focus on the things of God as well, and he'll take care of it. Because as this chapter says, why not you? You know, God can be trusted, and we can remember that he's not a liar. Um, just sharing with you guys personally here something. I um, went on vacation years back. Years back, as if it was so long ago. Maybe six or seven years ago. And I had um, been in a place of my life where... I was waiting on God. I was in the in-between and um, it, I'll just be honest, a husband. And um, I thought to myself, I'm done. Like for once he can wait for me. I'm sick and tired of waiting for him. Like I'm going to live my life and we're just going to put a pause on that God. Honestly, was what my attitude was and I was just bitter. I was like, I'm just, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of going to family functions and having people say like, Addy, I have chinela. Like, are you going to get married? And it's like, I'm not 
I, I just, I don't know what to sell you. So I got bitter and I, I got upset. And in short, I, um, again, was on this trip and, um, every so often there'll be a dream, but I remember, and I wasn't even like one I was thinking about, but that, that, um, time we had come in from our flight and we got in to take a nap and some of you guys know this, but I love me a good nap. Um, but I was tired and exhausted. So we took a nap before we were like heading off for the day. Cause I think we took a red eye and I woke up from a dream physically smiling. Um, because God really encouraged me in this area and I'm not going to say what the dream was, but it, I still remember it. It was just a beautiful dream and it sparked hope again. Um, and it encouraged me. And I even remember that conference that I had ended up going, I ended up surrendering this area to God because I was like, I'm just done with it, with trying to control it and hold on to it. And maybe if I do something, it'll push it or force the hand necessarily. So, um, one thing that I want to ask you is what is Holy Spirit speaking to you? God, who again knows us, like that shoe and that jacket, knows the desires and the things that we are waiting for in the between for you personally. Let's put aside any family issues that you might be experiencing, any school frustrations, any current work frustrations, family things. Let's just put that on a pause just for a second. I'm not saying by putting it on a pause, we're saying that we don't care. It's not that, but let's just put that on a pause for a second and focus on our own spiritual state. What is Holy Spirit speaking to you? And if he's saying something right now, what is an area of your life that you're trying to hold on to, you're trying to control? Is there an area that he's, God is trying to tell you, you need to surrender in, that he's been trying to tell you through signals, this is not my will, or not right now, or I'm trying to tell you to take action on something. There's that saying, if God can do it for others, why not you? You're his child also. As we close the chapter to this one and get ready to turn the next page, I just want to say one final thing. Now to him who is able to do it exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask or imagine.